Welcome to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Brought to you by LakeLink, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com. Outdoors Radio is also brought to you by Remy Battery, family owned and operated since 1931, serving Milwaukee along with Escanaba and Houghton, Michigan. RemyBattery.com. And by Huntworth Gear, high-tech camel wear at a price you can afford. HuntworthGear.com. I'm Dan Small. Today, Don Kirby invites us to attend next Saturday's Wisconsin Waterfowl Hunters Expo in Oshkosh. Mike Miller offers off-season battery storage tips, and Dan Welch reports on trout and salmon fishing on Lake Michigan off Sheboygan. Thanks for joining us on Outdoors Radio. It's time now for the Madison Outdoors Report. It's presented each and every week from now until gun deer season by Pappas Trading Post, Southern Wisconsin's leading Matthews and Mission archery retailer. They are located on Highway 14, just a mile or so west of Arena, and on the web at pappastradingpost.com. And you hear this feature each and every week at this time on WTSO, the Big 1070, and you can catch it on our podcast on LakeLink, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. And joining us once again from the Trading Post is J.C. Chamberlain. Well, J.C., welcome back. Thanks for joining us again. Yeah, thanks for having us back. Well, gosh, we're getting closer now uh, every time we talk to you, of course. Archery season opens on September 18th, less than a month now when this airs. Uh, what should we be doing at this point? Uh, at this point, if if we haven't already, we better be digging the bows or crossbows out and uh, getting shooting them or at least getting them looked over to make sure everything's you know still in really good shape. Um, that would be number one on the list for me. Um Next would be, you know, shooting it, making sure everything is, is still dialed in, ready to go. Um, if it isn't, you know, if you have to get it in for a tune-up or stringing cables, something like that, uh, running about a week and a half, two weeks right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's going to be a little bit more lag time than normal, just sheer volume of stuff coming through. Um, but uh, we're getting it out, you know, as, as quick as we possibly can. Okay. And if people haven't had their bow out since last season, uh, haven't had a tune maybe in two, three years, uh, what does a tune-up involve? So a tune-up would involve, you know, checking strings and cables, making sure uh, servings are good, uh, that the string itself, those fibers are all intact and doing well. Um, you know, check limbs for any splinters or, or cracks or anything like that. Um, and then from there, it would actually be, making sure that uh, the bow is you know, very close, if not right at uh, factory spec as far as axle, axle, brace height, um, you know, checking that knocking point as far as level and um, and set horizontally. So mm-hmm. just kind of run right through and make sure everything is set where it should be and, and shooting really well. Okay, and you shoot them there too as, as part of it. We do, yes. Yeah. Yep, that is part of it. Yeah. So. Okay. Now you mentioned uh, splinters on limbs. Uh, that can be a serious problem, can it? Yeah. I mean, if we're if we're talking like a really minor, um, you know, something where you bump it on a corner or something, and it's just a real minor, um, uh, kind of like a little toothpick size or even less, probably not going to be a huge deal. Um, but if it's on the inside of that limb or bigger yet, uh, you know that compromises that limb so it's not going to perform the way that it's supposed to uh-huh okay and shooting practice of course is important we've been talking about that all summer um but when when i practice anyway i occasionally lose or break an arrow uh or a bolt um have you got new arrows replacement arrows and bolts in stock Oh, absolutely. We've got a pretty good stock of just about everything. There's a few select sizes and certain models that we're a little low on at the moment, but for the most part, we've got a very, very healthy stock of, of arrows and bolts around. Um, you know, and that's one of those things where if you think you're going to need it, eh, it probably wouldn't be a bad idea to, to stop in and get them, uh, just because that availability is going to get, um, you know, smaller and smaller as yeah. we get closer and closer. To yeah. Now, do you recommend uh, people having a set of, uh, whether it's three or six or more, um, practice arrows and bolts and then a set for hunting, or do you like to shoot the very same ones uh, in both situations? Well, I'll actually, I will shoot all of my arrows. Um, 
whether it's at practice or, or hunting, I'll shoot them at least, you know, one session to make sure that arrow is, is hitting where it's supposed to, it's doing what it's supposed to. Um, but typically I will have a few set aside that I'll pra- mainly practice with. And then uh, once I know the others are shooting well and spinning well, then those will go in the quiver for, you know, for hunting. And then I usually, like I said, I'll keep some, you know, five or six for, for practice as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What kind of target do you recommend for practice? Uh, I personally actually like shooting a bag target, um, you know, or a block style target, something like that. Um, you know, if you're not going to be shooting a lot of broadheads, just a few here and there, you know, a bag target's going to work great for the field tips. And then, you know, either find a club that'll let you shoot broadheads or, um, you know, have a separate broadhead target. And um, there's, you know, morale comes to mind. You can buy two of those targets, a, a bag target and a field or broadhead target for, you know, same money or less than what you can buy, say, a block target for. Mm-hmm. Um, it won't shoot it up quite as quickly. Um, if you're shooting a pile of broadheads, then I would definitely, you know, say you're going to want a broadhead specific target. It's going to eat them up really, really fast. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're doing that a lot, you're going to have to buy a target probably every year. Yeah, okay. Now, mechanicals, uh, do you practice with mechanicals, or do you use that uh, that dummy broadhead that comes with a pack of mechanicals? Uh, so I would do both. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually like shooting the head that I'm going to be shooting when I'm in the field, so that it actually, you know, I have on occasion glued some of the blade shut or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, but typically I like shooting that head that I'm going to be shooting as is. Um you know, depending on the models, you might only get one or two shots, you know, with a expandable as far as practice goes, um, before you have to either tie the blades closed or, or glue them closed. But, um, yeah, I like to make sure that they're, they're going to be flying just as well, same as you would with a regular, um, fixed blade head. Uh-huh. Okay. And we mentioned, uh, arrows, you have some in stock. How about bows and crossbows? Uh, those we're doing quite well on right now. Um, the vertical stuff, we're still sitting really good. Um, with Matthews, their lead times have actually gotten quite a bit better. <laughs> uh, so we're typically running two to four weeks if we had to order it today to get it here. Um, crossbows, at least on the mission side, we're about the same, about two weeks on those guys. Um, if it is 10-point or Raven, uh, some of the 10-point models we can get within three weeks. Um with Raven, pretty much what we have is what we're going to have um, at this point. Um, they're, uh, you know, we've got quite a few here, um, but once we get sold through those, that's probably likely it for the year. Okay. How are crossbow sales? Uh, they've been very good. So, I mean, honestly, across the board, everything's been, been quite good. Um, Crossbows are definitely picking up here as of late, uh, which is pretty normal. Closer we get to season, you know, even into October, crossbows will still be pretty hot and heavy. Um, where the vertical stuff is probably peaking right about now, starting to even peter out just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so the crossbow demand or the interest is still high. It is still high, and, and it, you know, this time of year it's going to be even even higher <laughs> um, in the respect that, you know, more guys are, are wanting to, to get into it. And it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot, you know, season starts in, in a month. So Yeah, and there's less of uh, a learning curve, so to speak, with a crossbow once it's dialed in. Yeah, once they're sighted in, um, they're pretty simple. The biggest thing there is knowing how the crossbow itself functions. Um you know, we can't stress it enough that you really, you need to practice with it enough to be proficient in cocking and or decocking it mm-hmm. um, and handling it, shooting it from, you know, sitting, standing, uh, making sure that you remember that the crossbow, you know, will get bigger <laughs> horizontally yeah. versus vertically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We see that a lot. So. Oh, boy, yeah, um, yeah. And um, I use a discharge bag, um, you know, to, uh, to <clears throat> decock. <clears throat> excuse me, rather than uh, try to mechanically do it. Yep. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, for the most part, that's across the board. You know, guys are like, oh, they're decockable. And it's like, well, they are. Oh. Um, 
you know, the mission, I would say, is probably the safest, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the crank systems that you're actually defacking with, I personally, it's much, much safer to shoot it. Uh-huh. You know, when it's, like you said, a discharge bag or a target if you have it at home or in the back of the truck. Yeah. All right. Well, before we let you go, uh, store hours? Uh, we're open Monday through Friday, 10 to 6, Saturday, 9 to 5. All righty. Well, we'll talk again in two weeks and um, counting the days down to open. Uh, yeah, look forward to it. All right. J.C. Chamberlain from the Trading Post uh, in Arena with the Madison Outdoors Report. You can find them just west of Arena on Highway 14 and on the web at pappastradingpost.com. I'm Dan Small. More Outdoors Radio right after this. If you're ever in a car or motorcycle accident, call Hupe and Abraham, named Best Personal Injury Law Firm by the Wisconsin Law Journal year after year. The firm of Hupe and Abraham has collected more than a billion dollars for its clients. In fact, they collect millions of dollars every month for hundreds of satisfied clients. Call the firm Voted Best and Rated Best, Hupe and Abraham, 800-800-5678, or visit Hupe.com and all 11 offices of Hupe and Abraham in Wisconsin, Iowa, and Illinois are open for business. Well, joining me now, once again, from Wisconsin Rapids, is Jeff Kelm. Well, Jeff, welcome back, and uh, you had the last tournament for a while, right, last weekend? Yeah, it was, uh, well, it's nice to be I'll home, bet. I can yeah. tell you that. Uh, but, yeah, we were in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan last weekend, had the Masters Walleye Circuit up on the St. Mary's River, a lot of fun to to hold an event up there. Sault Ste. Marie is just a, an incredibly beautiful place. Uh, it's so unique having the Sioux locks up there and seeing those giant Great Lakes mm-hmm. Raiders come through. Uh, we saw more thousand foot ships on this trip than we had in the last two trips uh, that we've been up there and uh, it was it was really neat it's always very surreal to see the size of a 22 foot walleye boat next to a thousand foot freighter in that river it it just puts things into great perspective on how big those ships are and um they're they're almost silent unless they blow their horn you hardly hear them coming and uh it's it's very very cool but um uh yeah we got a chance to experience that and uh winners uh winners there took 9200 actually 15500 when you add up all the contingency bonuses but it was Steve uh Steve Vandemark and Jerry Fox Jr who have been fishing the Masters Walleye circuit for probably i bet it's close to 25 years so uh, they and they've won uh, a number of times before, but uh, it's been a bit of a drought for them the last number of years, and so um, so it was cool to see some some veterans come through and and pull off a win, and uh, just an awesome trip up there. Weather was good. I mean, gorgeous up there. We went to the shipwreck museum. We had brought my son Robert with, and uh, he's all into the shipwrecks and Edmund Fitzgerald and the Straits sure. of Mackinac, and and uh, it was just cool to be in that area of the world and. I, 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 I've been known to sometimes give Michigan a hard time, uh, because, uh, you know, you get sure, rivalry sure. things and stuff like that. But, uh, but I'll tell you what, you get up into the UP and not only are the people great. I mean, from, from Menominee, uh, all the way up to Sault Ste. Marie and everywhere in between. It's, it's so, so incredible and it's so beautiful. Um, I, I look forward to that opportunity to go up there, whether it's stopping in Escanaba or going up to Sault Ste. Marie or, or just going up through, uh, through the, the bridge and, and back into the lower peninsula. It's, it's yeah, awesome. Cool. I love it. Well, I have nothing against the lower peninsula. I've driven through it many times, been to a couple conferences in Gaylord and, uh, have friends in Traverse City. Um, but you're right about the, the UP. You know, and you probably know this history, years and years ago, there was, it's actually surfaced a couple of times. A move to to have northern Wisconsin, the upper peninsula of Michigan, and I guess the Arrowhead region of Minnesota secede from those three states and form the state of Superior. Uh, never got off the ground. Um, I haven't heard anything about it lately, but when I lived up there, there was talk of it. And the the thought was, you know, down there in Madison or Lansing or Twin Cities, they don't really know how we live up here, what our problems are, what life is like. Um, I guess that's less true now with uh, the Internet and 
instant digital communications, but still seeing it on your smartphone or your tablet and living through a blizzard or uh, whatever it might be uh, is yeah. not the same. Well, they certainly will never outvote no. Lansing, Madison, or no. the Twin Cities. And and I do think that, you know, when, when you're looking at that type of stuff, those uh, those individuals up there, they do tend well, to live differently. You know, there's quite a few more people in northern Wisconsin, the UP, and in that Arrowhead region that live mm-hmm. off the grid. Um, they they just uh, they think differently. They spend money differently. And uh, they maybe aren't as well represented in some of those uh, capital yeah, uh, yeah. cities. So. Uh, I I totally understand that uh, that movement of secession and um, uh, either way whether they would secede or not Dan I will uh, gladly go up there and spend some money and enjoy the uh, the scenery they have to offer cool yeah and of course they wear stormy chromers up there and uh, as as we we've heard from uh, Mike Miller um, uh, a a lot of folks you mentioned off the grid a lot of folks are putting in solar uh, energy systems, and uh, they use those batteries that they get from Remy Battery in Escanaba and Houghton. There's a reason he opened two stores up there, uh, for sure. Well, you mentioned uh, last week you had some special news from State Fair, and we ran out of time to talk about it. So tell us what happened at State Fair. Yeah, so um, at the State Fair uh, last week or a couple weeks ago now, uh, we had the chance to be honored as a family, uh, as a century farm for our family farm uh-huh. in Montello. And uh, it was a, uh, I'm going to get emotional about this, Dan. I can, <laughs> I can tell you this right now. So this was something that my grandfather really wanted to have happen. This was, this was one of his mm-hmm. last wishes was seeing the farm stay yep. in the family for long enough to be a century farm. And um, the farm was purchased in 1921 um, by Herman Kelm, who was my great, great, great oh grandfather. Okay. And um, um, and so, uh, and it's been in the family ever since. And so uh, my grandmother is uh, the, the sole owner of that uh, farm and... Um, she was honored along with uh, my dad and uh, my uncle and uh, and uh, one of my aunts as well and it was just cool to be there we had almost 50 people really? from our family show up wow. for the picture uh you, you could invite people there was there was only four people allowed into the presentation mm-hmm. and breakfast to the ceremonial breakfast but then you could get a picture done and they invited families we easily had the largest family show up for the picture in fact when they saw us stand yeah. in line and we all had oh, matching oh, shirts. Oh. Uh you you could see like the panic set in like how am I going to get all of these people in this picture because they're clearly all standing there expecting yeah. to get in. And uh they did a great job accommodating us. Uh they took the picture. It was awesome to be a part of it. We enjoyed the rest of the state fair after that. Uh it was great to honor that legacy, yep. you know. I hear you. I know a couple of uh, Century Farms, and I occasionally drive by them. If you if you pay attention, if you see a special sign out that says uh, such and such farm, the family name, and Century Farm, you know uh, uh, that's yeah. that's what it's all about. It's really neat that we do recognize that continuity here in Wisconsin, and uh, especially yeah. uh, special recognition at State Fair. Well, neat, neat. That's good. Yeah, yeah, it was very cool. Very cool to be a part. Well, in a sense, we've got a century farm too. We've had four hundred-year floods in the last five years, so four <laughs> centuries we are. Uh, we've recovered for the most part, and we've pretty much gotten back to normal. Fences are restored, but they're more crooked every year that this happens. Uh, we've got a guy who's done it four times now, so he's got it down. I just turn him loose and say, David make the fence hold <laughs> sheep or keep sheep out and he does and uh, it's like like i said it's not pretty but it does the job and we are butchering a rooster a week for sunday dinner it's become our tradition this summer not 30 at a time the way you do it um but uh, <laughs> yeah my next batch is oh showing up goodness. next week you're going to butcher yeah. them before winter yeah they'll be butchered in okay. middle of october wow yeah. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, I'll be butchering, like I said, one a week. Uh, they're starting to crow, too, and I, I put bands of different color on the legs of each brood, 
Yeah, so I could tell who's the oldest, and I'm working my way down through the the uh, <laughs> this year's a bunch of birds. I don't know how many broods we had. Seven or eight hens hatched chicks, and we got another one on eight eggs right now. One hatched six uh, about a week ago, so we'll have little pullets going into the winter even. So we're finding a few oyster mushrooms, not like we did earlier this summer. There were a lot of them around earlier, but. Uh, we still are finding a few. Well, later in the show, we'll announce the winner of last week's Huntworth gear package. It's a $100 Huntworth clothing package, so stay tuned for that. And I've been uh, talking about this a little bit. We're starting to work on Deer Hunt Wisconsin 2021, the 36th annual special that'll air on PBS and Bally Sports come November. Well, coming up, Remy Battery President Mike Miller offers advice for off-season storage of boat, ATV, and other recreational vehicle batteries. And yes, folks, it's time to start thinking about putting away the summer toys. And Don Kirby previews next weekend's Wisconsin Waterfowl Hunters Expo in Oshkosh and will kick things off with Captain Dumper Dan's report on just how good the trout and salmon fishing is off Sheboygan. I'll let him tell you. All that and more, straight ahead on Outdoors Radio. Since our inception, Huntworth has worked relentlessly to incorporate innovative technologies and forward-thinking design into affordable camouflage apparel. Our gear, designed with the disruption camo pattern, utilizes computer-generated graphics featuring a high level of random and abstract visual noise to help you remain undetected in the environment. So whether you need the latest in hunting gear technology or clothing that just simply fits your lifestyle, Huntworth Gear is what you're looking for. HuntworthGear.com. That's HuntworthGear.com. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Here's a message from our friends at Remy Battery in Milwaukee, Escanaba, and Houghton. As Remy Battery enters the 90th anniversary of our company, we want to thank all of our customers and friends we have made over the years. Thank you for your continued support to our local, family-owned company. We invite you to our newly remodeled Milwaukee retail store on the corner of 43rd Street and Lincoln Avenue. We have batteries from the largest military crafts to the smallest hearing aids, Big and small, we have them all. Stop in for a free battery and electrical check before you hit the road, trails, or the waters. Don't forget to ask your sales representatives about volume pricing. Call Remy at 414-384-0340 or visit online at remybattery.com for all your battery and battery accessory needs. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. It's time now for an update on Lake Michigan fishing in the Sheboygan area, sponsored as always by Dumper Dan's Sport Fishing Charters, Condos, and Riverfront Store. He's located right on South Pier Drive in Sheboygan and on the web at DumperDan.com, and you can find him on Facebook at Dumper Dan's Sport Fishing Charters. This week, our other sponsor is Anglers Avenue Pub and Grill, They are also on South Pier Drive, just a block and a half or so closer to the lake, and on the web at anglersavenue.net, and on Facebook at Anglers Avenue Pub and Grill. And joining us, as always, from Sheboygan is Captain Dan Welch, Dumper Dan himself. Well, Dan, welcome back. Hey, I'm glad to be back on board with you again today, Dan. Well, how's the fishing been? You've had some pretty good weather after those storms from a week or so ago. Yeah, as you know, and as we talked about in our uh, uh, previous uh, show that we did here on the radio, was the weather was pretty, pretty ugly there for a while, windy, rainy, lightning storms, this, that, and everything. Uh, but since then, I'll tell you what, I'm down outside my snow right now. There's boardwalk traffic here. My six boats are out on a lake. It's flat glass, calm, and 80 and sunny, and it's just been gorgeous the last week. Wonderful. Well, what are you catching? 
And fishing has been fantastic. As you uh, ask, I, I'll tell you, it's been, I, I gotta say, I mean, this is like June fishing right now in middle of August. That mm. is awesome. And the reason I say that is the water temperature is ice cold. All them storms and all that wind that we had, and was from the southwest, south, and southeast. And that does turn the lake over. Right now, we are fishing about 150 to 200 feet of water consistently every trip, straight out of the harbor and south of town, easy to get to, easy to get to the fish, two to four miles offshore. And the surface temp down out in that area is about 52 to 54 degrees, and down 60 feet, it's about 48. So it's cold. The fish are active. They're biting on everything, and a lot of limits are coming in, Dan. Wonderful. Now, I imagine you're seeing some big kings. Uh, you you probably know about the new Michigan state record, uh, which may have been broken again for all I know. It was 47 pounds and change uh, caught uh, about a couple weeks ago now. That's a big fish. Absolutely, Dan, and I'm glad you bring that up because, you know, all this talk the last few years about how these fish are doing, and I've been preaching it the last few years, are they coming healthy, they're solid, they're full of bait. Guess what? We got one of the biggest fish uh, in the Great Lakes that was just caught in Michigan out of Ludington last week, 47 pounds, 6 ounces. And that proves right there that these fish are big, they're full of uh, food, and all the other fish we're catching are, are healthy as well. So there's proof in the pudding right there, Dan, that there's a great fishery out there, and there's a lot of big fish out there in the alewife population right now for these uh, salmon and trout to, uh, to chase and eat. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask you about bait fish. They're still abundant, hey? Yeah, they are. They are. And it's, uh, they're all over the place. You mark them, you know, on the grass in the morning, late in the evening. You know, they hunker down on the bottom during the midday when the sun's high. But, I mean, there's pots of bait everywhere. And, and like I said, that 47 and a half pounder, I mean, my God, I, you know, and they, <laughs> that's the biggest one around. I, it might be the biggest one from here to Alaska, to be honest with you, that I've heard of. And I've been around a long time. So, the fishery's thriving, and you know the pit fish is there, and there's plenty of consumption uh, of these salmon and trout gobbling up these bait fish, and they're all different sizes too, Dan. So there's a different hatch, a couple to three year old hatch, you know, of different age classes of bait fish too. So that's a good sign as well. So get out here, get get fishing. I mean, stop wishing and go fishing because I'll tell you, it, it's very good right now. And check out our Facebook page and. We're catching steelhead, we're catching kings, we're, you know, up to, the biggest one we got this week was 28 pounds, we took in a 25 laker for morning, I think six or seven fish went on the wall this week with our in-house taxidermist, we're getting cohos, we're getting lakers, not so many browns, but normally out deeper you don't see as many brown trout, but four solid species to chase out there, and they're all good size, and you can kill your cooler fast, I mean, the bull landings are busy, a lot of, a lot of private anglers are out there, um, get out there, I mean, it's, the fish are there to be taken, so we'll all enjoy it. All right. And have you got openings now for the last few, uh, well, last couple of weeks of August and into September? I do, Dan. We finally got a little bit of a break in the action. We've been solid here for two and a half months, and we've been unfortunately having to turn people down or move them, you know, to the other charters that are parked next to me and keep some of them guys busy, too, that call us because we've been full. But right now... The later part of August, I have some openings. September, I have openings. Um, you know, and the calls are still coming in steady, Dan. So get a hold of me and uh, get your reservation in. Uh, if you want lodging, I have 10 condos here. If you want fishing, I got six starter boats. Um, give me a call, 920-377-1147 on the web, dumperdan.com, or like you mentioned earlier, our Facebook page, Dumperdan Sport Fishing Charters, and check out all our posts that we post every single day. But Weather's good, lakes calm. I hope it stays like that for another month and a half. But uh, and fishing is phenomenal right now. It's it's really good, Dan. All right. Well, how about Anglers Avenue? They're uh, probably busy this time of year with all the traffic on the piers. Well, I'll tell you what. They kind of saw the roller coaster ride too that that we saw with this weather. I talked to Russell just about every day, and and uh, the tackle sales were down for a while. The guys weren't fishing. Weather was bad. You know, nobody's going to go out there when it's like that. And, we're rescheduling charters and whatnot, but now Russell's, I mean, stuff's flying off the pegs and off the hooks over at Anglers Avenue as far as tackle goes with flashers, flies. Uh, there's a jayfoot bite right now. Uh, spoons are really good. Uh, he's got a lot of custom stuff, and he's loading up the, the bags, the shells, everything uh, for anglers. So 
that's a good thing. Get in there, buy some good custom stuff, give it a try. Um, but he's been very busy. The pub and grill's been, been going by Lisa, Rachel, and, and Paul over there at Angler's uh, Avenue Pub and Grill. And they, as you know, they have the outdoor seating. We go by there every day, and there's a lot of people sitting outside enjoying the weather, having a beverage and some lunch or supper. Yep, and they'll cook your catch if you uh, uh, take it to them. Yeah, they have grill your catch yet. We send a lot of our customers uh, over there, and, and Lisa prepares that. She does a great job, has two recipes that are just awesome. I mean, really, really good. So, yeah, you can take your fish there. Good point. You know, and eat your uh, fresh salmon or trout uh, freshly caught day out. So, they'll cook it up for you. They have a full menu of everything else, too. So, walking distance down here, that's just really nice. And I'm with the boardwalk in Sheboygan. I'm Standing here right now, looking at people walking all over the place, and you can park the car and walk to just about everything. Yep. Ice cream store, Blue Harbor, everything. Uh, mini golf, uh, Ingers Avenue, Dumper Dance, everything. Hotels. So get down here, check it out. Definitely right. a good time of year to come down. All right, sounds good. Well, Dan, uh, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again in two weeks. You got it. Thanks a lot, Dan. Take care. You bet. Dumper Dan Welch with the Sheboygan Area Lake Michigan Fishing Report. You can reach him at Dumper Dan's Sport Fishing Charters on Facebook or on the web at DumperDan.com. And, of course, his phone number's on those both of those places, 920-377-1147. And also check out Anglers Avenue Pub and Grill, and you can find them at anglersavenue.net and on Facebook as well. And they're just down the pier from Dumper Dan. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Listen to more Outdoors Radio online at dansmalloutdoors.com. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. For 90 years, the family-owned Remy Battery Company has served customers in Milwaukee and, more recently, in Escanaba and Houghton in Michigan's Upper Peninsula. And Remy's Milwaukee store is located where Miller Parkway becomes 43rd Street at the intersection with Lincoln Avenue. You can find Remy Battery online as well at remybattery.com. And joining us now is Remy President... Mike Miller. Mike, good to talk to you again. Hey, Dan. How are you this week? I'm doing all right. Hey, I want to tell you, those deep cycle batteries I bought from you last month for our solar-powered DC system, it was about literally a ton of, or half ton of batteries. We didn't weigh each one, but uh, anyway, they're working fine, and uh, I appreciate your being able to help us out with that. Uh, you know, Dan, I'm, I'm always glad to help, uh, especially a good friend like you. And, uh, you know, that's what we're here for is to uh, solve battery problems, all kinds of battery problems, from well, solar to marine to power sports to automotive. Yep. Well, you solved our problem and, uh, in a hurry, and that was good. So um, another thing I want to talk to you about, I get the Remy Report, which is a newsletter uh, that you folks send out, I think it's every month, right? Yeah, absolutely. You can go to our website at remybattery.com and put in a request to sign up uh, to uh, receive that uh, newsletter, and we send that out on a monthly basis. And, uh, you know, we, we have everything from specials in that newsletter to interesting and you know, informative information on uh, battery care and maintenance and uh different battery technologies that are coming down the pipeline, as well as, uh, you know, the, some of the things that we sponsor and, and uh, you know, uh, act, volunteer for. Yeah, and speaking of sponsoring, um, the, the latest one, the August issue, talks about Walter the Missing Link. So who or what is Walter? You know, we saw this as an interesting opportunity to promote the the uh, business in a little bit of a power sports niche. Uh, Walter is a basically a barn find. Uh, it was a they believe it's the only one in existence, but it's a three wheeled uh, delivery cart uh, that uh, was manufactured by Harley Davidson, and uh, the uh, goes through uh, how this delivery cart was uh, originally manufactured and then uh, where it ended up and. 
who had owned it and finally how they uh, went storing it. And uh, they're about ready to premiere that. They've got uh, four different premiere uh, locations, Milwaukee, West End, Madison, and Cedarburg, uh, where they're going to premiere the movie. And uh, it should be a, it should be a pretty interesting uh, uh, documentary to watch. Yeah, it sounds interesting. It's uh, I guess a mystery solved, or at least um, uh, you know what'll happen when that movie comes out. It's somebody'll go and say, "Well, my uncle Walter has one of those in his barn, you know, or I saw one uh, ten years ago, and that kind of thing." Yeah, absolutely. It may bring them out of the woodwork. Yeah. But uh, from my understanding, this is uh, there were only a handful that were manufactured back in the day, and uh, uh, this is this is one of them. Uh-huh. So it, like I said, it, it it'll be uh, pretty interesting interesting for those people that are uh, motorcycle collectors and mo- motorcycle aficionados. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, um, back to uh, batteries. Summer is coming to an end. It's hard for me to think about that already, but uh, what should we be thinking about now as far as batteries and our summer toys are concerned? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Labor Day weekend is speaking up, and uh, I was up in Michigan's Upper Peninsula, went fishing out on Superior with uh, one of my fun, one of my good friends, and, uh, you know, those nights uh, up there were getting down into the mid to low 50s uh so you know fall is definitely in the air and i think uh we ought to uh you know let your listeners know that uh when you're getting ready to start put away those uh summer season uh pieces of equipment like rvs and boats and motorcycles you want to make sure that uh when you store those uh either you take the battery out and store those batteries in a cool dry place and give them a give them a maintenance charge about once a month uh, or, uh, better yet, if you can store those items where you have access to power, uh, make sure you have a fully automatic uh, battery maintainer uh, or battery charger and leave those plugged in over the winter season to keep those batteries up to a full state of charge. That's that. Those are probably the most important things that you can do in order to uh, get the longevity uh, out of those batteries. Uh-huh. And if you take the battery out of your vehicle um, or, uh, you know, uh, ATV or whatever, uh, should you don't want to put it on a concrete floor. Is that is that right? I've heard that. Yeah, you know, Dan, that used to be true, but uh, it's become a little bit of a, 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 a misunderstanding nowadays. Okay. Uh, back, in, back when batteries had the hard rubber cases, uh, you could you could create a dead short uh, because the hard rubber cases were porous, and you could create a dead short through the moisture and the concrete to the battery. Ah. And so, yeah, that was very true back in the day. You know, you wanted to make sure to set on a piece of wood uh, or non-conductive material uh, in order to prevent that battery from you know creating a dead short through the uh, hard rubber case, but. You know, batteries have advanced so much, and polypropylene cases, the plastic cases that they're in now, that's not necessarily a case. Huh. It's not. It's not a bad thing. You know, we don't we don't discourage people. Um, you know, because uh, batteries do have a tendency to gas and or leak once in a while, mm-hmm. and uh, if that gets on the concrete, that can damage the concrete uh, floor. So you know, it's still good practice to to put it on a piece of wood just to protect the concrete floor. But uh, as far as creating a dead short or or causing that battery to discharge just from sitting on concrete, it definitely was once a problem, but uh, with the newer technology, uh, really is not a problem any longer. Okay, so it was an issue back in Walter's day probably, huh? (laughs) Absolutely, it was. (laughs) Okay, anything else we should tell listeners uh, about batteries this time of year? You know, uh, batteries this time of year, again, when you're going to go and store it and put it away for storage, uh, make sure that battery is up to a full state of charge. That's really important with some of the deep cycle batteries, like in RVs and, and boats for trolling motors. Uh, you don't want to leave that battery sit in a discharge state. When that battery sits in a discharge state, it, it starts to corrode internally. And what you want to do is is drive that uh 
sulfate ion that bonds with the lead plate back into the electrolyte, and that's what you do when you charge it back up. All right. So make, making sure that it is not put away in a discharge state is also very important. Okay. Well, Mike, uh, good advice, and uh, as always, um, good to talk to you, and uh, we'll talk to you again next month. Sounds good, Dan. Look forward to talking to you then. All right. And, folks, if you want more uh, information, you can go to remybattery.com, R-E-M-Y, battery.com. And you can sign up for their newsletter and learn about Walter and maybe catch one of those performances. Uh, Remy Battery is located on uh, 43rd Street and Lincoln Avenue in Milwaukee and also in Houghton and Escanaba in Michigan's Upper Peninsula. And uh, I'm Dan Small. You can hear more Outdoors Radio if you just stay tuned. Since our inception, Huntworth has worked relentlessly to incorporate innovative technologies and forward-thinking design into affordable camouflage apparel. Our gear, designed with the disruption camo pattern, utilizes computer-generated graphics featuring a high level of random and abstract visual noise to help you remain undetected in the environment. So whether you need the latest in hunting gear technology or clothing that just simply fits your lifestyle, Huntworth Gear is what you're looking for. HuntworthGear.com. That's HuntworthGear.com. Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. For the nonprofit Ruffed Grouse Society, the well-being of the Ruffed Grouse and American Woodcock is a special priority. But the Society's conservation work benefits more than just these two game birds. The organization's programs help a long list of other young forest wildlife, including songbirds that must have thick, brushy habitat to survive. For more information about forest wildlife habitat management, contact the Ruffed Grouse Society toll-free at 888-JOIN. RGS. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Thanks for joining us on Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. The first annual Wisconsin Waterfowl Hunters Expo takes place next Saturday, August 28th in Oshkosh and You can learn all about it at waterfowlhuntersexpo.com. And joining us now to talk about the expo is Don Kirby. He's with Bass Durbin and Associates and a longtime conservation activist in Wisconsin and a member of the steering committee for the expo. Well, Don, welcome and thanks for joining us. Well, thanks for the opportunity, Dan. You bet. Now, tell us about the expo. It's August 28th, but what else do we need to know? Well, it should be a really great opportunity for folks to bring out the family and spend some time learning uh, about the, the waterfowling lifestyle or, or, or learning specific activities that maybe they want to do to become better, whether it's uh, dog training or, or maybe learning how to cook uh, better, you know, if you're a hunter, you know, taking that from, from field to table, or you want to learn about how waterfall seasons are set or some of the science behind waterfall hunting, we've got just an amazing array of different things that people can come and see and do all day long out there in Oshkosh uh, next weekend. Okay, and the uh, the location, it's the Sunnyview Expo Center, right? Yep, that's correct. We're, uh, we're occupying a good portion of it between some of the, the dog uh, running opportunities. There's an opportunity to be able to uh, shoot shotguns, try out new guns from Browning and Winchester. You've got uh, a big youth area, 
presented by Ducks Unlimited with their Green Wings program to check out. And, uh, and then, of course, uh, I've got almost 50 booths inside in addition to a couple of dozen exhibitors outside. And uh, so there's, there's a lot to see and do. Okay. Um, and the time starts in the morning? Yep, starts at 8 o'clock in the morning, runs until 5 o'clock in the evening. We've got several food trucks that will be coming out. People can check that out online as well. So you can come out and spend the day, have a bite to eat, uh, you know, see what the dogs are doing, run around, and uh, and really kind of make a, make a whole day of it. Okay, and there's some competitions that people can enter, and dogs can enter too, I understand. Yeah, yeah, dogs are welcome. There's a fastest retrieve uh, contest that will be going ongoing all day. Uh, and then there's a number of, of very highly qualified uh, dog trainers that will be coming to give very specific presentations so that people who's maybe or anywhere in their dog training journey can find something to end up becoming better and uh, have more fun with their dog as well. Okay. And competitions, what can, what, what can the dogs do uh, as far as uh, competing with each other is concerned? I, I think the biggest one that'll be most popular is what they're calling this fastest retrieve. Uh-huh. And I think that'll be fun not only for people to run their dogs, but probably pretty fun to watch as well. Uh, I know that there's going to be a water area where some of the trainers will be working dogs in the water and showing various training techniques. And uh, then in terms of other competitions, there's an opportunity folks can go check out on the website where you could bring your own duck hunting rig and show it off. Uh, for a nominal charge, we'll have an area of the parking lot cordoned off where people can can show their show their stuff. I think as duck hunters, we all have a bit of pride in our in our duck rig, whether it's set up for going out on Green Bay or for you know the smallest of the marshes, and uh, so that should be an interesting area as well. All right, and there's the uh, state duck and goose calling contest as well. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Wisconsin Waterfall Association has moved their state duck and goose calling championships to this event and uh, of course very exciting if you win the adult duck competition then you'll go from Wisconsin and travel down to Stuttgart, Arkansas in November to compete in the national competition so mm-hmm. kind of an extra bonus there yeah cool and uh, you mentioned kids are welcome uh, you've got kids activities shooting and, and the like yeah there's, there'll be uh, a pellet range uh, opportunity for archery shooting uh, for the adults, as I mentioned, there'll be some shotgun demonstration areas, but then uh, Ducks Unlimited is bringing an entire youth zone presentation with their Green Wings program that they'll be running as well. And, of course, kids 12 and under are free. So uh-huh. mom and dad pay a nominal fee to get in, parking is free, and all the, all the young people 12 and under get to come in at no charge as well. Okay, and there are, you mentioned DU, Ducks Unlimited. Do you, do you have other partners for this event? Yeah, you know, Dan, that's actually been one of the most interesting things about this. We've been working on this for more than a year and a half, and I would tell you that in addition to myself on the steering committee, we've got folks from Wisconsin Waterfall Association, we have folks from Delta, we have folks from DU, from Wisconsin Wildlife Federation, from the Wisconsin DNR, uh, amongst others, and it's just been amazing to see all these conservation groups that, that, you know, come from different perspectives or, or different team affiliations, so to speak, but we're all, we're all working in the same resource. You know, we all, we all love the same, the same fall flight and, and love the conservation of our waterfall and wetland resources. And so all of these folks have come together to bring in their individual contributions. And so, yeah, you're, you're going to have an opportunity to interact with pretty much anybody in the state of Wisconsin that's involved in waterfall conservation, uh, or wetlands as well and, and see and do and hear what they've got going on, which is, a completely unique opportunity at this point. Uh huh. Now it sounds a little bit like the DU Great Outdoors Festival from Gosh, was it twenty years ago that that was held? <laughs> you're dating us, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right. It is. It is a little bit like kind of a, a one day version of that, uh, a baby version, if you will. And and if folks have ever been to uh, the Waterfall Hunters Conference which was sort of a science-based event that used to happen in Wausau and Stevens Point. Uh, that went away a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- today's, our, our planned event has a little bit of that as well. And so if you enjoy kind of getting into the nitty-gritty or the details, you know, for example, of, of satellite telemetry studies on ducks, we got some of that. Uh-huh. But if you enjoy shooting shotguns or watching dogs work in the water, we, we got some of that. 
uh, if you enjoy good hot food or you want to check out, you know, we've also got uh, all of the entries from the state waterfall stamp, pheasant stamp, and turkey stamps will be displayed there after the competition that morning where the where the winners are selected. Those will all be available. So uh-huh. it, it really is a, a, a lot of different opportunities to come and see. I think people will be challenged to see it all, to experience it all in, in just the nine hours that we'll be running on Saturday. Yeah, so get there early and plan to spend the day, it sounds like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, now, let's see. I'm looking at the website. Uh, there's going to be some cooking and wild game preparation demos, too. Who's who's handling that? Uh, actually, a gentleman by the name of Arthur Ersink. Oh, yeah. Wisconsin Foodie. Yeah. So if, if folks have uh, paid attention on public television, he's been on a lot. And a uh, very, very talented gentleman. He will be presenting some of that uh, field to table type stuff, mm-hmm. and and actually we actually you know so besides the main stage where we've got a variety of things going on, and besides the dog demonstrations that'll be going on outside, we've got two additional seminar rooms that pretty much are going all day long uh, with different topics. Uh-huh. So you, you people really have to take a look at the schedule and kind of plan their day out. Almost a little bit like going to Disney. You, you have to have a plan for what you want to see and do to make sure to catch it all. Yeah, well, it sounds like it. It sounds like a great event, and uh, I hope you get a good turnout. Are, are you hearing much response from folks? Yeah, we've, we've uh, oh, the last time I, I heard, we were up over about 300 uh, tickets that had been pre-sold a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. but I'm sure that number has only continued to climb. Yeah. We can easily accommodate more than a thousand. That's kind of how we've built this thing uh, over the course of the day. You know, we won't run into any capacity limits or run out of food or beverage, uh, you know, until we get well over a thousand. So we've, we've built it for, for a lot of folks to come and enjoy us. And so now we just need to catch a little bit of a break. Although we've got things that we can, we can facilitate indoors and we kind of have a backup plan. I'm also looking for maybe a nice Saturday, about 75 degrees with a light breeze would be just Perfect. Yeah, and if you can if you can orchestrate that, just let me know how you do it. Okay? <laughs> uh, and pe- uh, people yeah. can uh, buy advance uh, sale tickets on the website, right? That's correct. Yep, you can purchase tickets in advance up and through Thursday the twenty sixth. Okay, we're going to shut it down then because, of course, this actually this whole deal is, is being put on by volunteers, and so most of us will all be out at Oshkosh on Friday. Uh, setting up. Actually, some of us will be there Thursday setting up already, but then all of us will be there Friday setting up, uh, including a lot of, a lot of the exhibitors, and then we'll be ready to get things, uh, rolling, you know, first thing Saturday morning. All right. Well, Don, thank you so much for spending some time with us to, uh, let us know about this first annual. Sounds like you're going to try to do it again if it works, or maybe, uh, maybe even if it doesn't, you'll do another one next year. I'm sure with the group we've assembled, we we won't take a single beating. It'll take more than that to, to knock us off. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep giving her, and, and hopefully we'll have a great first year. Come out and see us. All right. Well, thank you, Don. I hope a lot of our listeners do. And folks, it is going to be next Saturday, August 28th, at Sunnyview Expo Center, uh, just outside of Oshkosh. Easy to find, and you can learn all about it at Waterfowl Hunters Expo. Thanks, Don. Thanks so much, Dan. You bet. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. For the nonprofit Ruffed Grouse Society, the well-being of the ruffed grouse and American woodcock is a special priority. But the Society's conservation work benefits more than just these two game birds. The organization's programs help a long list of other young forest wildlife, including songbirds that must have thick, brushy habitat to survive. For more information about forest wildlife habitat management, contact the Rough Grouse Society toll-free at 888-JOIN-RGS. If your rifle, shotgun, handgun, or muzzleloader needs work this season, call Roger Williams at Northern Magnetic, LLC. A licensed professional gunsmith for over 35 years, Roger can repair, customize, rebarrel, install sights and scope mounts, and more on all firearms, makes, and models. When you need a professional gunsmith, call Roger at 262-339-1798 or visit FixGuns.com. That's 262-339-1798 or FixGuns.com. 
Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Outdoors Radio is brought to you by Cedar Lake Sales on Highway 33 West in West Bend on the web at cedarlakesales.com. You can check out Cedar Lake Sales on their website or Facebook page for updates and details. They've got uh, new and used boats in stock and uh they got pontoons and stuff that's what i hear dan right yeah they actually uh, uh tracy told me they sold one last week but they got some left and so if you're interested in a pontoon now's the time you'll get a good deal get over to cedar lake sales for sure we're also brought to you by remy battery family owned and operated since 1931 serving milwaukee escanaba and houghton remybattery.com and by huntworth gear high-tech camo wear at a price you can afford it's huntworthgear.com and if you missed an episode of our TV show, Outdoor Wisconsin, you can watch any show from the past several seasons at milwaukeepbs.org. And I mentioned we're starting to work on Deer Hunt Wisconsin 2021, but you can still watch 2020 if you want. Just uh, Google or search on YouTube, Deer Hunt Wisconsin TV, Dan Small, you'll find it. I've got an inside scoop on a brand new female mentee hunter. Oh, she hap- I happen to be married to her. Oh, cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we could talk about that another time. But, yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. So if you want to listen to the radio show online all the time, you can go to lake-link.com, go to their outdoor radio page, and you can download this show. Past shows up to about a year ago. You can follow Dan on social media throughout the week at Dan Small Outdoors. Follow me at Hardwater Jeff. And we said we'd announce the winner of the Huntworth Clothing Package, sponsored by Huntworth Gear. And you can learn more about Huntworth Gear at huntworthgear.com. The winner is Phil Blankenheim. Phil, congratulations. The folks from Huntworth will be in touch with you and get your sizes, and you'll be getting your gift, your your prize. Uh, there's a number of releases I want to mention here in the time we got left uh, the deadline to apply for uh, special hunt opportunities for hunters with disabilities is September 1. You can go on the DNR website and type in the keywords hunters with disabilities, and it'll explain just what the opportunities are and what you have to do to uh, get uh, a chance to do that. The Wolf Lake Trail Run at Bong State Recreation Area is on September 26th. That's uh, more than a month away, but you've got to register by September 6th. So go online and search for bongnaturalistassociation.org if you're interested in a not-too-strenuous trail run, and it'll raise money for uh, Bong State Recreation Area. Uh, boy, I've got, <laughs> I get, I, I subscribe to a publication called Funny Times, and they have what they call News of the Weird, and I'm going to mention one of them this week, and maybe one next week as well. Get this, a new BBC documentary has revealed that dolphins chew on and pass around puffer fish in an apparent effort to get high. Uh, it's well known that puffer fish release a nerve toxin when provoked, and it can be deadly if you get a large dose, but small amounts can produce a narcotic effect, and apparently they know just how much to do. They pass them around like some people pass other things around. And uh, an observer, a biologist who works with them said, they began acting most peculiarly, hanging around with their noses at the surface as if fascinated by their own reflection. I don't know. I don't know what to make of that, but that, that's pretty wild, isn't it? Did you get a leftover antlerless tag, Jeff? I did. I did get a leftover antlerless tag. Uh, I didn't get one last year. I got one this year, and Good. I'll be happy to harvest a, an antlerless deer in my backyard this year. Oh, excellent. Okay. Well, our theme music is by Warren Nelson. You can hear more of his tunes at warrennelson.com. And uh, you have no tournament this weekend, but you've got plans, don't you? Yep, going uh, up to 
Mercer for a few days with my son Robert and uh, going to do our, our annual trip. We started last year and we look forward to it now uh, for a second year. Wonderful. You have a great time and we'll talk again next week. Sounds good. I'm Dan Small here with Jeff Kelm. Get outside this weekend and join us again next time for Outdoors Radio. You've been listening to Outdoors Radio, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Find more Outdoors Radio online at dansmalloutdoors.com. Brought to you by Lake Link, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com.